0: This is family business, and this is for the family that can't be with us. And this is for my cousin locked down on the answers in us. This is why I spit it in my song, so sweet like a photo where your granny's bitching. Now that you're gone, it hit us super hard on Thanksgiving and Christmas. This can't be right. Yeah, you heard the track I did, man. This can't be like somebody, please say grace so I can save face and have a reason to cover my face. hi i'm grace and this is let's say grace <laughs> well ellen happy new year happy new year Happy 2021,
1: 2021. it's finally over I
0: <laughs> it's literally like i've seen a tweet um, from do you follow richard Travers? uh i don't think so oh he's <coughs> a, a dope he's like a news presenter on um uh virgin on for like i think he does like um he's i don't know he do, he's not the political the politics man but he he does something anyway but he tweeted saying this is like um 2020 like the first week of 2021 it's just like 2020 but sped up
1: literally there's like things like oh it's been seven days of 2021 i want my money back and all this
0: <laughs> really? i know I seen someone well, I don't know if you've seen it, they made they obviously a New Year's resolution was to write down one thing that happened every oh, day. God. And so they had like a little spreadsheet with like the dates yeah. of the week and the dates were like um so funny. It was like the say I think I can't remember what yesterday's was. Um but then the day before was like and yesterday's was actually um Kanye having a affair with Jeffree Star. <laughs> the day before <laughs> the day before was attempted coup in the in the Capitol building. Um and then like the second of January was like, do you know see when everyone on Twitter um started a rumour that um Bertie Ahern was dead? What? No, I didn't see that. Did you not see No that? I don't Oh my god, the shitty. Ah, honestly, Ellen, um, it was oh, it was very funny. So someone literally just started a rumour that Bertie Hearn was dead and they start like making memes of him beside Funky and all being like <laughs> Funky's like <laughs> and one of them said Funky was like, Oh I'll watch the C's. And you watched the skies, but like the man was fully alive. The man was alive. Oh, but it was just very funny. Like, like I don't know why he did to trigger this rumor, or you know, how it came about. But God, it was very funny.
1: Oh, so I just remember Avril Levine was dead. She's very. Oh my God! I still.
0: I think that. I think you know that rumor had some points. Like conspiracy theory. Yeah,
1: I kind of I do wonder about her sometimes.
0: yeah <laughs> so do you have any new year's resolutions um i, think I normally
1: don't make like new year's resolutions because i kind of just make them throughout the year like i normally i think like, i kind of just yeah make, like i make monthly ones and stuff like that um but the two kind of mm-hmm. things that like i think is, especially this year it's hard to like you know make any plans or set any goals because you just don't really know what's going on and um, i know And like I don't want to, cause the whole of twenty twenty, I was like keeping positive and like getting my hopes, and make plans, and I'd be like, yeah, they're happening, and then like I'd be disappointed when they didn't ha- didn't happen, um. So I'm trying not to get like as much as I'm saying positive. I'm trying not to get my hopes too high for things. So my mm-hmm. goal, at least, just to go on my phone less, which is easier said than done when. Literally, there's not much else to do during the day, and yes. just to get fitter, like just to be more active. And when the gym, I, I literally, oh my god, I joined. The, well, I joined the gym a while ago, but I only started going to the gym like two weeks before Christmas. I then they closed on Stephen's day. I was like, well, that's that then. <laughs> <laughs> well, never mind. I won't try never next time. And um, so yeah, just kind of go on more walks, be
0: more active in general. Yeah, that's the thing. I think New Year's resolutions can be really, um, I don't know, I think they're like a really good motivator for if you, you know, want to change your life around. But, like, what's the difference between changing your life around one, uh, just the first day of January and, like, the last day in December? Like, there isn't one, it's all just kind of. Like, Like you're
1: not going to be a different person a day later. Like, and people, uh, yeah. You just disappoint yourself.
0: yeah it's a purely just mindset mm. and I feel like like new year's resolutions are just so hyped up mm. that you're you're bound to be disappointed because like you can, most of the time you can't like you buckle under the pressure yeah. of you know having to have your new year's and keep your new year's resolutions oh god I made the same new year's resolutions as last time <laughs> so that's what I think yeah. I think you're just better off like just you know if you want to make a resolution make it on whatever day you want to make it on it's like that thing you know where you're like if you want to start a diet and you're like oh god i have to start it on monday like
1: <laughs> yeah just you, you know was, new year was on like a friday or something this year I think. Mm-hmm. and then everyone was like i guess everyone's starting their diet on monday <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> i agree, I,
1: I, agree. I, I, I do think the whole new year thing is nice like i like the feeling of having a fresh start and kind of a new year mm. but i don't know people shouldn't put too much pressure on themselves either because it is literally just another day
0: <laughs> yeah I know what you mean, um, yeah, I don't know if I have any i like any actual proper resolutions rather i'm going to I said this last year, but I'm going to actually pass my driving test this year. um do you still not have a date for it now, oh, of course not no. There's like ninety five thousand people waiting, so I'm one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I could be like forty eight thousand two hundred seventy six oh, on the list or something, you know. That's crazy. Um, but I'm-
1: I didn't book mine until October, and you booked yours in what, August. Yeah. Uh. So,
0: honestly, who knows? No. Who fucking knows with this? But well, you know, what I'm gonna do it this year. Yeah. Um just when is the question okay. but alas we'll, we'll see also i'm gonna take a leaf out of your book and i'm gonna wait till march or something though and um i'm gonna buy rollerblades oh, and so i'm gonna live my best rollerblade yeah. fantasy do you follow um grania Bins course, on tiktok i do yeah <laughs> it's on it truly is it's just grania Bins's world yeah. and we're all just living all right, in, you in gonna it gonna get like the skates um, or the blades you're gonna get like the one she has i thought they like skates like what yeah. she has Yeah, they're cool. um do you have you have blades or like you've like four wheels yeah I wanted
1: kind of you know know.
0: just to be a little speedy because I I used to have them when I was
1: like a kid and they used to annoy me because you can't really like it's more of like you're spinning and dancing which looks so fun looks so cool but I don't know I just prefer the other ones (laughs) but yeah I can't wait until it's like more dry and stuff to be able to go out and use them
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I have barely any experience, so I don't even know what I might like or might not like. Like, like. like. (laughs) So, (laughs) that's the annoying part. But alas, you know what, we'll just take it as it is. The girl I work with got a really nice pair for her birthday. um, And they were so cute. They had, like, little embroidered flowers on them as well. And they were adorable. So, yeah, I feel like a lot has happened. Oh, you want to say?
1: i seen Granny Bench. She even went to, like, the indoor roller rink and stuff where, like, the roller yeah, discos I know. used to come on. I'm like, oh, my God, that's so cute.
0: I literally that's seen awesome. that and I was like, where the fuck is that? I really, like, honestly, what an icon.
1: I think it's near, like, Bluebell or something. It's where, I don't know if you ever went to the roller discos. I never went, but no. some people did. And I was, like, so jealous of them going. But, like, it wasn't, yeah. people didn't actually go on roller rollerbades. It was just, like, a disco, like, a teen disco. Really, yeah. Really weird, I don't know.
0: I remember the ads on Spin Multure I I I honestly thought it was like a proper like roller disco, like everyone went on Maybe it was. I don't know. Shades, I never but... went.
1: People just used to be like, Oh, I met blah 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 like you know, shifted or whatever you call it.
0: But uh, yeah, so I feel like a lot has happened um <laughs> a lot the past. Like week or so really hasn't it i think one of the main things we, we've already kind of discussed was the drama between florence G- given and the sunflower yeah. i
1: don't think a lot of people i feel like this didn't get as much coverage as it should have
0: Given, I know. Um, what, I, said it to, um, I said this to I said to someone and they hadn't heard it at yeah. all, and I was like shocked. I was like, "This is all that's been plaguing my yeah. newsfeed." Um, so I think you were either saturated in yeah, it or it not. Depends on like what type of people
1: you follow. see <laughs> this inst this like big Instagram report that she was reading it up on her story and I replied. I was like, "Oh, uh, not like you know, throwing shade or like digging or whatever, but just to let you know like what was going on." And she's like, "Oh shit, I didn't know it all." I was like, mm, "Yeah, um." Oh, yeah really? I was like I, I don't know she was like promoting it and stuff which I don't know what's do your what's your opinion or view or
0: <laughs> yeah so for those oh, yeah. um who don't know Florence Given is uh an author she's you know in her 20s she wrote this book that's become really popular the last couple of years um it's called Women Don't Know You Pretty it's been all over it's Instagram it's Instagram seen wolf. as like yeah. Yeah, it seems like a really kind of, you know, Instagram version of, you know, feminism. And so the book has just gotten, gained a lot of traction over the past couple of years. And uh, I think mainly just because it was like pink and bright and it, it, you know, um, it was really like palatable version of feminism. And then in the past, like right up till Christmas, there's another author, Chidera, what's, do you know her last name?
1: No, I just know Flair on Instagram. I don't actually know her last name.
0: Yeah, her, her first name's is Chidera, um. But she's she is her handle is the Slumflower, and you, I knew her from she kind of invented the saggy boobs movement, and so it was really it stopped a lot of women going to get like breast augmentations and breast lifts and stuff because you know it was all about embracing like your own natural boobs and stuff. Um, but she has written a number of novels, especially and her probably most famous one came out in two thousand eighteen, which is called What a Time to Be Alone, which basically has the same premise as um women don't know you pretty so today came out and said that you know um florence given basically ripped off her idea her publishers her book has been pulled from shelves due to like uh, florence is gaining so much traction and stuff Um, and she said it's basically like racism and florence based a lot of her platform off um you know, being an ally to black women, an ally to black people, and you know, being anti-racist, and especially like around, around like the Black Lives Matter movement, she was like quite outspoken about, you know, giving other people, giving black voices and a platform to amplify their voices rather than taking over. So, so when this came out, it was really quite shocking that um Jadair alleged that she ripped off the whole premise of the book which I haven't read all the time to be alone have you no
1: I haven't read either of them I did I always I don't know I never the book never appealed to me to be honest as much as I would be interested in reading about fandoms it just looked too like it was just an aesthetic book even though everyone says it's brilliant I just I just never got good vibes about it and this explains why (laughs) like I never I've never liked her um even though I just... Is this What a Time to Be Alone or is this? Oh no, um, no, no, no. um Florence Given um Yeah Women Are oh, You Pretty. And it's just it's weird that when you look at them side by side because the books like even the graphics on them are really similar. And they were on the same publishing group, the Diving Bell group. And even when you Google What a Time to Be Alone, Women don't Are oh, You Pretty comes up.
0: Yeah. I think it's a really like rock and a hard place because yeah. I read this really interesting tweet and it was kind of it summed up how I felt about it. And it was, the, um Jadira released a statement on her Instagram the other day saying that she believes that Florence Given should split the profits of her book, giving seventy percent profits to <laughs> Jadira, and Florence should take the extra thirty percent. And I just yeah. kind of like she really just said that with her chest, um, because I just don't. I think it's a. I think the whole argument boils down to like. Neither of them invented this like really yeah, yeah. you know broad version of you know fem dump him feminism, mm-hmm. and oh God, you don't need a man mm-hmm. and it's not radical like no, it's, no, it's, no. It's, this is not this is just a, not a radical stream of feminism, it's not something either of them invented, and the whole point of writing a book is like every single book is based off another book, and you know, I don't think what the slumtrower wrote was so original that she can claim oh god I need 70% of this girl's yeah. profits but there's no doubt that racism has played a part in you know in the publishing yeah. houses and marketing and stuff like that yeah, like I think- um apparently it's, it's really hard for to get what a time to be alone in some bookshelves now mm-hmm. in some bookstores and stuff now and that's only become a problem since um women don't Owe oh you pretty has come mm-hmm. out so I think there's like it goes much deeper than just the two women and like what they stand for and the similarities in the books like I just I feel like the the racism is like in the publishing houses because they you know the, what diving bell group is that what you said it's yeah. called like they clearly did not support Jadira enough and not give her enough traction because like this you know pink pretty feminism mm. by this pretty blonde white woman yeah. is just so much easier to to digest to a mainstream audience and i think that's what the publishing house is really you know bargained on yeah, um, at, like it's like to... given it's just much from a
1: publisher house perspective they're like in london they're all probably mostly white people working there it's easier to market a young blonde instagram mm-hmm. girl than a young black instagram girl who can like it's kind of you know the angry black girl narrative and yeah it's just it's easier to because Florence Gibson is so like her Instagram is so like aesthetic she's like a blonde like mullet and she's very like retro and all this and it's just like, yeah. obviously seeing her as like a way to make money obviously um, but it just shows yeah it just it isn't really the fact that the two books were similar that's the problem because there's so many books like that there's so many similar books and you're right neither of them were kind of new ideas or like a new wave of feminism like it's just an easier it's like a good introduction to feminism
0: yeah
1: the fact that one of them was by a white woman, one of them was by a black woman and the fact that the like it's not because she, she was white that it was did better it was because it was marketed so much more and they obviously just threw so much more money into her because they like, yeah. essential yeah. because she was white and it's exactly more palatable coming from a white woman which is disgusting
0: <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's terrible that they've ended up in this situation because like i don't think it's florence's fault and no. um, her statement wasn't great ultimately... though. she literally like, no she's just just, really just... made it she's made it much worse for herself by like staying quiet and stuff since then um like she's had like her Water tantry alone has like continued to like i don't know if it's Booker book or her actual instagram but they've continued to post like you know stuff um, you know, aesthetically pleasing photos on her Instagram yeah. story every day. Um, Like, not... Like, just choosing to kind of ignore it isn't going to make it any better. Like, I think she... Like, facing it head-on would be much better. Yeah. And I thought as well, it was really clear, you know, that the publishing houses... um, Like, how big a stake they had in it. Like, i seen on the Sunflower's Instagram that um, after she came out and spoke out against Florence Given, uh, before she even read women don't know you pretty she had given a quote saying oh god I love Florence like I'm a big fan of her work I can't wait to read this blah 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 and ever since she came out and spoke out about it some particular waterstones and stuff yeah. have been post posting the quote um that she gave like on a poster beside the books so it kind of you know then is to undermine her argument which is just so malicious yeah it's, a hard, it's
1: It's kind of annoying as that because the fact that she's ignoring it has been working because the story kind of went away so fast. Like, obviously people still know about it, but it kind of just died pretty quickly. And it just yeah. kind of shows, like, the power that kind of publishing companies and bigger Instagrams kind of have that, like... And especially because it was coming to Christmas, like, her sales, like, still did so well. And, like, what is a alone still... If you went into, like, Eason's on, like, Henry Street or whatever. Is there even... A, am I talking... To- O'Connell Street. <laughs> I was like, there's not an yeah. Henry Street. Um, like, it, you'd, you'd find women don't owe you pretty. But you probably wouldn't find what a time to be alone. Which... Yeah. It just kind of sums up.
0: But if Instagram's any way to George, like, how many people... I could name five people off the top of my head. I know that got um, women don't owe you pretty as... Uh... As a gift for Christmas. Oh i yeah. And um,
1: seeing it like every day on stories, I'm like, oh my God. It's
0: like Yeah. And the thing is, I've read it, I've read half of it and because I, I wanted to read it just before I read what it's hard to be allowed to compare them to kinda of judge for myself. Mm-hmm. But the first I had to skip the first chapter. Like I was like, yeah. Is this I, I I was like, This is just so oddly written. And like the illustrations are beautiful and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like they're so nice and she's illustrated all herself, I think. Um and, like, I'm getting into it. And the, the, she just touches on such big topics. In fairness, I'm only halfway through. She could come back to it. But she'll you Like, she just touches on really big topics really briefly, but, like, multiple really big topics. So she'll say, God, you need to knock out yourself because blah, blah, blah. And then she'll give um, an analogy about racism, an analogy about sexism, an analogy about the patriarchy, all within, like, t- three tiny paragraphs. Yeah. And you're like, like, she needs to like the way she like links it to every single like issue you're like I don't I just don't think there was a good, yeah. a need to do that but then I think god I'm, I'm just super critical because I've actually read feminist works of literature <laughs> I and studies so <laughs> yeah so I'm like I'm is really overly critical because I don't I, I actually don't mean to be like I understand that this is probably like a really easy entrance to feminism and like mindfulness and stuff for a lot of people um which is you know which is ultimately a good thing it's just like i i honestly just don't think it's good enough for no. this argument it to happen no. it
1: literally to me it looked like a book just to take a picture for instagram for like it is a good introduction book yeah. but the kind of praise it's been given i don't i don't know i don't think it's justified like it literally just it's like as you said like it kind of just goes over so much so many topics doesn't go in depth it's like it's just those of like Instagram quotes in a book with pre graphics. It's like I don't know.
0: Yeah. It's bizarre to me. It's just it really is. I I honestly really don't get it. And that's not even the weirdest thing that's happened oh. in the past while <laughs> no, <we're> um, <laughs> well we'll go from that one topic to something excellent that happened in December is Taylor Swift dropped a second surprise album. <laughs> um taylor swift single-handedly coming to save 2020 <laughs> like she i honestly i could not love her Aww. more and you know what the thing is she has a line in her songs in one of the songs on this album i think and it's basically like I, I can't remember it word for word, but it's basically like don't get revenge because your enemies will sort themselves out. And would you look at that? Apparently, Kim and Kanye are divorcing, so she's not she's wrong. She manifested
1: that. She is not
0: <laughs> wrong. Honestly, if that's a lesson to you know, just sit back and let the universe work its magic, I think. Honestly, I think that we can all take yeah. notes from that. I tried to listen to. I need
1: to go to the new album that she's released, but I remember when you first. Tell me about folklore and i was like right i'll give it a listen and i was on the train back from glasgow and i started listening to it, and it was like a real dark winter's night and i it, just, it was just mm-hmm. too emotional for me i don't know it was just the mood i was in that day i was like these songs are so gorgeous but they were just the yeah. whole album was just so sad and i think i need to go back to it now when i'm in a bit, yeah. a bit of a better headspace but when i listened to it originally I was like, i'll just cry yeah. listening to these songs
0: um
1: but they are really <laughs> good like
0: <laughs> they are I think this album kind of has a different mm. tone, um, like it's a re- it's still like a really similar vibe and um, kind of similar aesthetic-wise mm. and like music-wise, whatever. But it's a lot more based in fiction. Like I think in folklore, you can tie a lot of it to like her own experiences yeah. and her own life. And even though like she has said that most some of the songs on folklore are based on like fictional stories and like there's a fictional love triangle and everything, and um, but I think uh evermore is leans further into the fiction side mm-hmm. of it if you know what i mean like there's one song um called champagne problems that tells the perspective of um a broken engagement Um, some of this uh, a man proposes to like his girlfriend and she says no and the heartbreak it caused and there's even, even a song called tis the Damn season <laughs> which is about um connecting with like your ex flame when you go back to your hometown for christmas <laughs> um so it's it's still like a similar kind of wavelength, yeah. but it take comes from uh, a more um fictional angle, yeah. if you will. But uh like it's still real. Like she and I see the thing is, I think a lot of them sound the same sometimes when you give yeah. it a first listen. So like it takes a few listens to warm up to it, and then you like listen to some of the lyrics, and you're like, oh my god, I will never know oh. peace after I've heard it. yeah, um because they're just so stunning oh. like she has such a way with words um and honestly like i, I like it It just amazes me that she just manages to switch from aesthetic to aesthetic like so seamlessly and i just feel like this is i, feel I don't like... know the best Wait, Wait,
1: like she's quite like underrated as an artist like she's kind of like, of course, she's, like, won all these awards, blah, blah, blah. But, like, from the general public, I feel like, oh, you know, they, people still see Taylor Swift as, like, you know, like, some, like, little country girl singer. But she's actually she's just, she is. yeah She's quite
0: the artist. <laughs> Certainly is. Yeah, I feel like that's a, a good transition into talking about, um, we always somehow managed to come back to I don't think we've had an episode but Kim where we haven't mentioned them. I know, there's always beef. Like. Um, so, did you, what do you think of Kim and Kanye's divorce? I know it hasn't even been definitely confirmed, but it hasn't been denied yeah. either. And so.
1: came Kim, she put up a picture where she didn't have her ring on and then she deleted it. So I'm like, Whoa. Um, I'm surprised it's oh, taken really? this long for them to get a divorce. Because yeah. um, part of me was like, oh my God, they're perfect for each other. They both have like, just as big egos. But then, like, obviously, Kanye is like, oh, I don't know, he's he's. I think Kanye is just needs like a lot of help, um, and yeah. I don't know. I'm just surprised it's taken this long for Kim to, to. I I I just presumed it was Kim who filed for divorce, but it could have been Kanye. Um, but the weirdest yeah. thing about it isn't them getting divorced. The weirdest thing about it is the Jeffrey Star rumor. I've, I've seen that was, and I was like, people aren't taking this seriously surely they're not but like they kind of are there's like this girl on tiktok ava louise basically just started a rumor pretty much out of nowhere she's like i've no evidence but it's been going around in the the circles in the industry and everyone was like what and then th- they did not name him she was like oh a really really famous successful uh makeup artist and i even like everyone was like she people were commenting on her instagram saying like oh jeffrey star jeffrey star and she was liking all that like once i said jeffrey star and then <laughs> jeffrey star put a picture of him like all done up but his their makeup on and um, and then <laughs> jeffrey comment or captioned it sunday service and everyone was like oh i can't do sunday service blah 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 um i mean i don't believe that Kanye was having an affair with Jeffree Star but it's
0: just you know kind of like it's, it's just wild the thing is I I think it's kind of annoying that it is Jeffree Star because I say Jeffree Star is like oh 100 because I think it it's like good to note at this point that Jeffree Star has been a notorious racist and has been cancelled and brought back to life many 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 times so I feel like him being associated um, with like these kind of rumors, nothing puts to bed. It it distracts from his yeah. actual past and his actual history. So it's it's I he like I think loves it like getting all this attention for definitely suppose
1: yes. Yeah, Can you hear me? Just froze there for a minute. Yeah, no, oh. he's definitely loving it. Supposedly Kim that was suing that girl Ava Louise who like started the room.
0: <laughs> well, I like there is not more a more Kim yeah. Kardashian way to handle that. <laughs> I know, I've seen a thing as well um, on TikTok, it's someone called Cole Carrigan, apparently he's like a LA influencer type mm-hmm. person, but he talked about how he met Kanye at a party in May 2020, and he uploaded a video of the party where he met Kanye, and it like it was a proper big ass party last May, like <laughs> at the pandemic, yeah, so you know what, we're not even going to delve That's into that, story. but the, after the party, he he sent Kanye a photo on Instagram and he had like a screenshot of the DM and Kanye like replayed the photo and liked it. um. And he was like, nothing ever came about. We never messaged again. And then he said that in November or October, I think it was, um, one of Kanye's bodyguards contacted him on Facebook and was like, oh yeah, yeah, he wants to see you um, come to the W, the W hotel in LA. And he had to like, sign a non-disclosure agreement. And he was like, and that's all <laughs> I can say. But basically insinuating that he had... You know, an affair with Kanye. I
1: mean, just because you like, they could have been just having like a creative meeting. Like, just because they signed a non-disclosure, like, not that doesn't mean that like they've gone into the room and like had an affair.
0: I know, and it's just really like people kind of profiting yeah. off that idea because it's a bit more scandalous to think of it being like a mm. a sexual relations. I think it's especially like it's kind of homophobic as well I if you think, think about it. Like, yeah. it's it's more scandalous like because, the because he's like that, like you know
1: they're using Kanye as kind of I don't know it is it is
0: it feels homophobic it's like this, yeah. the shock value yeah it's like the shock value of him possibly you know like being bisexual or having like sexual relations with a man he, especially if there's some um, truth to it it's like that, people need to be a bit more effective about yeah. it yeah yeah I know it kind of sits a bit um it just it doesn't mm-hmm. sit right you know when you're in my mm-hmm. with myself. soul like it just it just the way people have gone about it it's like mm-hmm. quite questionable speaking of things that don't sit right Grace Lynch. <laughs> um america
1: um
0: explain. explain america explain i you know what I, I what i think our our lord and savior kendra denner uh, could have appeared I'm with a sorry. can of pepsi at any I'm point during during these riots but no she didn't so thanks for nothing Kendall it's just
1: like it's just the you know, of like white privilege in America like it honestly it wasn't that it's weird that it wasn't shocking like it was bizarre and it was weird to watch and the things that like all these white supremacists terrorists were like wearing was just like it was actually like a movie but it yeah. was like, why? Like so, why? I don't get why people were surprised. Like Donald Trump basically I know. told them to do something like that. Like it's, it's just so. It really boggles my mind that there's so many people like that. Like I know there's like a lot of white supremacists and racist people in America, obviously because Donald Trump got in, and mi- millions of people. I think like seventy million people still voted for Donald Trump. So there's obviously a lot of Trump supporters in America but just seeing them all gathered like that I'm like how like how did this happen to society (laughs) like obviously it's just kind of it's so deep rooted in America like America was like founded on racism basically
0: um for um just for uh, context we we... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we um the, just a couple of days ago um trump protesters if you could even call them that they're more like you know yeah. domestic terrorists stormed the capitol building in washington dc while the senate was voting the electoral college votes which basically would have confirmed joe biden as president um so the pro- it started as a protest quotation marks around this you know um had, outside no and you know donald trump really is on to
1: they bombs made, and they had weapons with them. Like, there was... They would no, like, aims yeah, for it um, to be
0: peaceful. Um, anyway, mo- multiple people... Not multiple. I don't even know how many. Apparently, 64 arrests have been made, and five mm. people have died, including one pe- police officer, after the unrest. But they broke windows of the Capitol building. They scaled the walls. They went in. They destroyed, like... Uh, nancy pelosi speaker of the house her office was you know completely upturned they were like in the actual um you know where this the senate meets like in and they vote and stuff like they were all in there there was apparently an active shooter at one point um everyone had to be all the senators and stuff had to be evacuated it really was a a literal domestic mm. terrorism. I've seen a funny tweet, actually, that said that due to the travel ban, you know, because of the pandemic, America's have, Americans have just decided to start staging coups at I've seen that, yeah. There's been, like, a lot of jokes about it,
1: which are funny, but also slightly don't... Not that they don't sit well with me, because they are, like, it is understandable to make jokes about it, because it's so weird, and like, it was just so weird to watch. But then I'm like... Yeah. Oh, it's easy to sit back and make jokes about on Instagram when, like, if you're white and it doesn't like affect, like, imagine like affect you directly. If that was, this is a very, a very racial episode. Actually, I've noticed. Um, uh, <laughs> like, obviously, if that was black people, let's be honest, they'd all be shot. I love they'd be a, they wouldn't have made well, it in the building. They it, literally wouldn't have made it past the door. Twenty twenty, I think it was like in March twenty twenty. Um loads of uh black men in suits literally just walked up the steps peacefully. They couldn't get past like the fifth step without like armed guards coming like and like pinning them down, so the fact that these like white people were just able to like walk into the building and take walk out yeah, people walked out with laptops um they walked out with like podiums. And, like, there's a really powerful image, actually, of these two Senate aides. So they work in the Senate, walking out with a ballot box, and they're two women. They have their masks on, and they look, like, kind of... Like, they just look, like, really... Obviously, it's just a picture, but, like, they just look, like, really a kind of strong women, the way they're walking out with the... Because they were walking out with the electoral votes in, like, a... Mm. in a locked box. And I was, like, thank God they thought of that, because... Like, they would have burnt the votes, like...
0: Yeah, they would have been destroyed. They would have been destroyed. Um, so it's just it's 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 just like the thing is, we can sit back and say, God, it's really shocking, but yeah, it's, it's a long time of, coming. Like, Trump, like, has like, if I just made these people <laughs> been yeah. antagonizing this. Yeah, and the thing is, now Trump will probably go retire in two weeks' time mm. back to his you know Trump Tower in in Trimble. on fucking Fifth Avenue, and these people literally these people will just continue to wreak havoc like this could only be the start of these kind of issues like um well he gets to you know sit back on his laurels he he's created these people he's riled them up people are actually completely disenfranchised and and disillusioned where they actually believe that the election has been frauded and because donald trump told them so when there's been no evidence to prove that that's true and so it just shows like the the role that the media and stuff has played especially like Fox News and like Kellyanne Conway and Tommy Lahren and these people have really even Meghan McCain on The View all these people have you know helped protect Trump's narrative and Trump's story and yes people have different political opinions but his political opinions are completely based on like fascism and lies and so it's it's honestly it's Amazing that that it's just gotten this far, um. And I I don't know. I think it's kind of pathetic that Twitter has. I don't know if you've seen this morning. Twitter has banned him permanently (laughs) from the platform, and they've banned. Um, he tried to use other accounts. Like, um, there was like four other accounts banned that he tried to access and tweet from, um, and but that's against Twitter's, you know, um, uh, community laws that you can't if you get banned, you can't come back on another account or whatever, but he um it's it's just a bit late it's like i I seen a tweet saying like it was 1446 days into the presidency and they've banned him now like all the damage has practically been done
1: i guess because he's about to be Um, in power it's kind of easier to ban him but it's also like you could have done this years ago and it's kind of like not i've absolutely no sympathy for trump supporters but it's not surprising when this man who's been their president for four years and has kind of the same beliefs as them tells them the man who has been their president and has been like the like object of power for four years. Wait, was it? No, was it two terms? No, it was four years. Was it? Yeah, one term. Yeah, um, one term. Told them that election. I know. It feels like much longer. Like the election was rigged. If that's the person you support. You're probably going to believe it. Because they don't know any better.
0: So it's like,
1: what do they expect to happen? If someone, like, if someone, if Joe Biden had told his supporters that the election was rigged, you'd believe it. Because that's you support. And, well, you'd believe it coming from Joe Biden's mate because, you know, he doesn't, you know, tell these really bizarre stories like Donald Trump does. But, like, he has angered these people and riled them up and now exactly as you said he's just gonna bounce he's gonna go to the bloody bahamas or something and play golf in two weeks so
0: it's kind of just left mm-hmm. joe biden with a mess i know another really um kind of shocking thing was as well you know at the time um when the Capitol building had been stormed um ivanka trump tweeted saying it's it, the tweets now deleted but she tweeted saying american patriots you know stand down, go home, and everyone was like patriots yeah. um the you know it's honestly and it's it's just because the, the, these people are one of the same like like these are the same people that say bl- like blue lives yeah. matter you know um the the venn diagram of you know people against black lives matter um people who support Trump mm-hmm. is like a circle. But the thing is as well, like a really stark comparison that was made is to how um, Black Lives Matter protesters were, t- were treat- treated mm. last June. Um, you know, a lot of people were tear gas, rubber bullets, a lot of people injured. There, I think there was like 20,000 arrests or something like that. Like there was an extortion amount of arrests. And up until yesterday, there was only 64 people arrested. For much um,
1: more violent behaviour.
0: Yeah, compared to the Black Lives Matter protests, which um, which were all yeah. quite peaceful. Like, the thing is, a lot of people can get caught up in, oh, God, those people that did decide to loot and stuff like that. But those people that did decide to loot, that was like fucking Jake Paul. Yeah. Um, they and, weren't, like, you know, it, it, the actual it,
1: movement and the cause of the protest.
0: It was people taking taking advantage yeah. of the circumstances. It was,
1: um,
0: like the, I don't know, the, the, if you've seen the situation in
1: Blanche. Blanche, Blanche would sound where um when George got shot, um there was like protests the next day um in Blanchetown. Uh basically the guard down dead. Um a young man, George in Blanchetown, he turns out he has like really bad mental health issues, blah blah. He shouldn't have been shot. Um but the protest the next day ended up getting really violent and like people were fighting and like it looked really bad. But the people who were fighting and like getting aggressive weren't people who were like actually, you know, involved in like Black Lives Matter and stuff. It was just young teenagers who they, it's the same type of people that would fight at a festival, you know, it's just, they just use that situation. You can't use that as a, you know, these Black Lives Matter protests.
0: Yeah. It's just people taking advantage of the protest for
1: anything. Like, it's just the kind of, adrenaline yeah. people get from it it's nothing to do with like the movement at yeah. all,
0: which is really sad because people who um people who don't get it or people who aren't supportive use these incidences to say oh well you know like that's why that happened and god like that's why those people were tear gassed and oh well you know he was um he he was shot because You know, like someone started a rumour that he had like 27 previous criminal convictions, which the guards had to come. Yeah, the guards had to come out and say that that wasn't true. Like that was like a complete lie. Um, And so people just feel like they need, you know, Mm. their actions to be justified. Like, well, you know what? Um, And people started saying he had a machete. Apparently all he had was like, which am It couldn't have done. Yeah. Yeah the first thing I heard was that he had a machete and then I heard I was like really? I found it hard to believe because I just no. never believe people have machetes no. like like where like where do people pull this out from and then I hear later he had a literally a butter knife and he had went up and like knocked on his door and it, it's just the most it's the the most horrible thing like I just don't no. understand how anyone yeah, can I've seen it. people
1: on Facebook who I originally wouldn't have thought were racist but then I've seen their Facebook statuses and everything like during That whole thing, and then Mm. he should—he has twenty-seven convictions. He should have been deported on his first conviction. Like, where are you getting this information from? You're just using this as an opportunity to be racist because it's just not true. Yeah,
0: Yeah. it—it really brings out people's true colors. Just shows you who to block. Which is, (laughs) yeah. Honestly, Mm. they're doing us favors. Don't need these people. yeah dead right anyway I think to finish off this week I know we got into some (laughs) heavy topics but have you been listening watching reading anything nice
1: I'm in a slight music rut at the minute which happens every few weeks Mm -hmm. the last kind of album or musician that I was like obsessed with was Miley Cyrus's new album oh it's just so good it's like she has like a a song with Joan J and like she did a cover of Zombies. I just love the vibe of this new album. She's gone real kind of rock chick um, and just every song is a banger <laughs> but would highly recommend. It's such an easy listen. I keep listening to it on him and work. It's just very just every song just hits. Um, And then I've actually been listening to another podcast um, called United Ireland um, which is Andrea Horn and
0: um mm, do you not know the other girl's name um <laughs> i do <laughs> Una, yes <laughs> i was like started,
1: i see her in the my head was like every podcast they'd like go to a different county and like talk about that county but now it's just kind of gone to more um current topics and events and they just kind of cover things in like ireland and they do like mention like the wider world and stuff but it's just it's just an easy listen to they're very they're both kind of really educated women they they just talk about a lot of interesting things um and then music wise again leon bridges if you want to have a cry or just good share music i find also leon bridges is amazing Um, watching i recently finished the crown which i know i'm very late to but the Crown, I was shocked how much I loved it because I don't like the royals, and I never like period dramas. But it was just so good, um. And I the next series isn't out until or season isn't out until 2022, um, and I just I don't think I can wait that long, even though I obviously know what happens, um. <laughs> um, it's just it's a really good watch, and also Sons of Anarchy. I've been watching that. I'm on like the f- fifth or sixth season now and it's starting to become a bit samey but the first few seasons are very good yeah. and reading i've tried to read this book so many times but i've started again the power of now it's by Eckhart Tolle the same author of a new earth Um, i've tried to read it a few times it's quite it's not a heavy read but it's just like you have to really be concentrating when you're reading it um but it's good so far it's all about like yeah. living in the moment and mindfulness Um. Yeah, that's me.
0: <laughs> that was a good roundup. I we have not been listening to that much. Like still, um, Taylor's folk, uh, fo- not folklore. What do you call it? Evermore is whopper as per usual. and um, I've gotten back into Ariana Grande's Positions album because I kind of like I like binge oh, albums the same, and yeah. then I like fall out of them and then I like fall back in. Yeah, but it, honestly, it because it's amazing because Positions is literally an ode (laughs) to manifesting Like the whole thing from start to finish is like like I know Just Like Magic is really like bluntly about um manifesting and you know (laughs) manifesting and like (laughs) and it's really you know kind of like a stark manifesting song but even like her other songs like she has a song called Love Language that's all literally about you know discovering her boyfriend's love language and um another one is just called Shut Up but at the start it's like My Aura's Bright and You know, she she manages to incorporate it into nearly every song and like sending um oh. Love Letters to Heaven. Like so she really just hits an nail on the head with the whole album. It really truly is very good. I'm also really looking forward to um oh, yeah. Lando Ray has a new album coming out soon because Norman fucking Rockwell was just so good. Um, so I can't wait to see what Lana brings out next because that was—I don't know if that's possible to top. And I know she's having a bit of a, like, a weird year. You know, she's kind of been quite an <laughs> ignorant hell girl, and um, she's now engaged again to uh, some yeah, yeah. M- musician she met on a dating app, apparently, which is you know good for her. Hopefully, she's, he makes her she not racist. Just, um, <laughs> Yeah, I know. I wanted that too. Oh. Um, I actually recently finally watched the season no. two of Fleabag. Have you ever watched Fleabag? Oh, Ellen, you have to watch it. It's so good. It's won a ton of awards. See, see, uh, season one was only on Amazon Prime for a year, for like yeah. a couple of years. Like They just didn't have season two. Um, but Andrew Scott is in season two. And oh my <laughs> God, he plays this hot priest. But so basically, Fle- Fleabag follows the main character, um, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. She writes it and I think she like directs it and stuff as well. Um. But she doesn't have a name. Like, her name is Fleabag. Like, her name's never referenced to. And But the humour is just unparalleled. And she constantly is, like, you're, like, the third person in the room. So she's, like, turning back and forth to the camera, like, breaking the fourth wall. And it is just so funny. But season two, like, season two split, like, chewed me up and spat me back out again. Like, it hits humour. It hits sadness. It hits... um like love and romance and like it's just really encompasses everything and something else I've watched I haven't finished it yet but Bridgerton who came, came yeah, out recently I, said, I tried
1: to watch it yesterday and I watched about 10 minutes of it and I turned it off because I just I need I'm gonna give it another chance today because I just don't think I was I, I just because I, just I finished think the Crown, I don't think I was quite ready but I'm gonna try again today because everyone keeps saying yep. how good it is um
0: yeah no it's yeah. really good i definitely think you should go back um uh, because in the middle of it something i really one of my favorite part, parts of it was they had this violin quartet i, th- I think their band is called vitamin and they do covers of modern songs so basically while they're at their fancy you know victorian balls and stuff like that they have like a violin <laughs> version of hanky Next playing in the background And like, they have other songs and I cannot stop listening to the album because it has like, they have like Bad Guy by Billie Eilish. They have um, Girls Like You, the Maroon 5 song. They have Wildest Dreams, Taylor Swift, but they have these beautiful violin covers just throughout the whole thing. (laughs) And yeah, no, it makes it, it honestly makes it, like it's really good. Um, And apart from that, I haven't um, done anything else. Um, We're back in lockdown three now. I don't think we touched on it's like to be in another lockdown because i don't think we've recorded since lockdown two um but you know exactly what literally lockdown three. it is what it is it is what it
1: is we're, we're used to it now you know it is I'm, what it is i'm i'm, I'm i like the last one i thought the last one would be the last one but i think you know three is a nice number to end it on so <laughs> three is the number. true
0: true in fairness i actually i actually didn't think the last one was going to be the last one because of how disastrous yeah. it was. But I ha- I think this might think, be the last I think, one. I, think I, really I, I actually think this time. You know, we have the
1: vaccine now. That seems to be going well. And like, once they have all the vulnerable vaccinated. And the deaths go down.
0: Exactly. That's- exactly. I can't yeah. see
1: yeah. a reason for lockdown. Because the reason, like, the whole idea of lockdown is to protect the most vulnerable. And people that would be in hospital and sick from it. So
0: and hopefully if they're vaccinated, there will be people who are yeah, less vulnerable so, now.
1: I think I have a good feeling that this will be the last one, even though I was, I've been quite yeah. naive the whole time. I literally, when it was the first lockdown in March, I thought it was like a two week thing. So I could be completely wrong. but
0: <laughs> You know what? We'll just have to wait and see, won't we? Time will tell. We'll see where we're at the next podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we'll update as we go. Well, anyway, I've been been Grace. Grace. (laughs) Let's say Grace. And this is Let's Say Grace. (laughs)